What's up, Dirty Benches? I'm JD. And I'm Patty Popcorn. And we are the hosts of the Old Dirty Benches podcast. If you came here to listen to two women shoot the shit and talk about stuff we are not qualified to talk about, then you're at the right podcast. On ODB, we talk about white-collar crime, which costs the country upwards of 300 to $600 billion every year. Unacceptable. White-collar crime is typically orchestrated by those in occupational positions with the opportunity to commit these crimes. These crimes include insider trading, fraud, tax evasion, bribery, price fixing, and of course, corruption. We will discuss real cases, related articles, podcasts, and documentaries, movies related to the crime. Occasionally, we may sprinkle a movie review in. Our theme song is performed by Good Co. You can find them on YouTube, and don't forget to like, subscribe, or leave us a review anywhere you stream your podcasts. So gives us a listen. this yeah all filtered from the smoke and then i had a friend this week she sent me um a meme and i think it was that little baby from family guy uh-huh stewie yeah stewie stewie was like why can't i taste the fireplace in my mouth <laughs> <laughs> i shouldn't laugh but that was funny it's true though yeah the air bad. quality is bad yes are we on? Yes, we are on. Trickery. I know. Oh, Dirty Benches. All right. JD here. We're back, you guys. It's been a minute. I know. Sorry. A hot minute. Two weeks. With the benches. Gone. Time flies, man. But we had some conflicts. So. We did. We had visitors. and mm-hmm. We have lives, okay? It doesn't yeah. seem like we do, but we do. Family, friends, right. etc. <laughs> so let's, let's do a little catch up because... Yeah, because I got news, dude. You do. I got news. And when I asked for an update, you said you have to wait till we record. So here I am waiting (laughs) Waiting. patiently this whole time. All right. So I will uh, give you the floor, Patty. Okay, so quick backstory. We were trying to get licensed to be foster parents, but that didn't work out because we don't want to fence our pond. But anyway, uh, we still like we have a big house and it's only me and my spouse living there because we're empty nesters, essentially. Yeah. And someone suggested, oh, well, what about an exchange student? We were like, oh, OK. So I shot a little email or no, I went to the Web page and so I'm like, yeah, I would want to do this maybe. And uh, a couple of weeks ago, we were on our boat and a lady called me. And set, and we had a little conversation, and then she was like, okay, I want me to get you in touch with your local person. Okay. And then we were at the market, same day, and that lady called me, and I had a little phone interview at the market. And then she was like, okay, well, I'm going to send you some bios of people and, you know, go fill out an application. And I was like, well, like where you bios at? of potential students? Yeah, okay. of kids that need placement. Oh, wow, marketing. And we were like, like well, you know, we don't have to do it this year necessarily yeah. and she said oh well, we really need people and i was like well, okay so she said go fill out the application and get your references and we'll start that okay so then we did all that and then uh the late there was a home visit so the lady came and asked us essentially the same questions as the other two people okay and we had to show her our house and stuff like that and we got bios from like 12 kids. Oh, wow. Uh, six boys, six girls. 
we picked three. We were saying like, oh, maybe we'll do two kids because we have extra extra, extra room. room. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, God, are you sure? <laughs> and then we were like, maybe no, now that you say that. And so we uh, we picked two boys and a girl that we thought would gel with our family. Okay. And then we got their, they wrote host family letters. Oh, okay. And one Directly kid, to you? Just to, a just gen- to in general, okay. yeah. Okay. And then one of the kids said, like, they're... They really wanted to experience Halloween oh. and Christmas. Tell them to come over here. And they like Great traveling, Halloween. but they haven't had the opportunity to go anywhere. Well, of course, this is our kid. Like, <laughs> this is it. So we said, oh, we really like this kid. And long story short, we picked him up yesterday. What? <laughs> yeah, we have him so at, he's at our house. He's at our house, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Crazy, isn't it? It was so fast. So yeah. it was crazy. So I guess um he had applied, I think he said in May or sooner. And the day that we like got approved and everything and picked him was the last possible day he could have gone. <gasps> really? Yeah. Oh. So it was meant it was to fate. be. Yeah, totally. And That's he's awesome. awesome. We love him. Aww. So his name's Hamad and he's from Pakistan. Oh, cool. Okay. And he's extremely smart, and he is hilarious. And oh, so cool. <laughs> last night he cooked us dinner. What? I put, put a picture on Instagram oh, this morning, okay. and I was like, oh, no, I'm going to out myself. I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I didn't look at it. Okay, good. So, yeah. So we picked him up yesterday, and uh, it's been crazy. So Awesome. Yeah. But really there was a group of us. Uh, waiting to pick up our exchange students at the airport. Oh, wow. So you literally went to the airport. Yeah. They came in. Waited. We made a little... Bella and Mia made a sign for him. We had, like, a family dinner, and we did a reveal, like, oh, you're getting a brother. (laughs) Everyone was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And so Bella and Mia made a sign. Where is it at? That's cool. And then... um, here it is. Oh. I don't know what that leprechaun in the grave is all about, but <laughs> beware leprechauns, okay? <laughs> and then uh, Chloe decorated oh his door. God. That's cool. At the house. Yeah. Aww. Like a cruise ship, sort of. Yeah. So, um, but so he's Muslim, so he can't eat yeah, normal well he doesn't eat pork but he can't he has to eat halal meat so okay. we've already learned like a ton of stuff oh awesome which we ordered online okay so he was so cute when we first we facetimed him he was like oh i heard it is very expensive so i will just see vegetables all year Aww. and i'm like you're not gonna eat vegetable <laughs> what dude <laughs> no so yeah that's awesome yeah so that's it's so, so cool. far it's really fun and he's so cute great yeah. And he said he's going to start listening to us, so we're going to not cuss oh, as much. Oh, yeah. No cussing there. <laughs> yeah, right. It's hard enough for me not to cuss at home. <laughs> this is where I let it loose. Uh, yeah, Ahmad, so. Welcome to the group. Right. Great to have you. Um, you're coming over on Halloween. <laughs> I do the best Halloween. So. <laughs> yeah, it never went down, in fact. It's still up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we were like, oh, buddy. We went to Lowe's yesterday to get, um, I had to get some stuff. And 
Did they have they had the decorations out? out, and so he was like, "Oh my gosh!" So he's like super excited. Um, and his birthday is two days before mine. Really? Yeah. So you'll have like a combo birthday. Uh, he can have it. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> it's all you, buddy. Yeah, we have a lot of birthdays actually. Mia, That's cool. Bailey, yeah. and and me four towards the four end people. Of the year. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, that's my big reveal. Isn't that crazy how fast that was? Yeah, actually, because I remember them calling to do a reference check and then answering the question. That weirdo? No. Uh, And he was saying, I have been praying for a host family, and I got the best one. Oh. (laughs) And we were like, you have no idea, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) And we have to go through. There's, like, all these questions you have to go through, you know, like expectations and curfews and chores and whatever and we're like okay maybe we're too lenient we're like yeah we really don't we don't really think you need to do anything like and like bedtime that's really your choice and like laundry you have to do your laundry but whenever you want and Mm -hmm. you know he's like okay (laughs) i scored he's like i will never leave (laughs) (laughs) we're because the lady's coming to our house tomorrow and i was like now you can say that we went through the list because we did and and then they won't be like, oh, you got to leave. And he's like, I will never leave. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, super cute. So cool. Fun. That's awesome. Great. So get Fantastic. ready. Yeah. Get ready. I'm looking forward to meeting Hamad. So yeah, he's very nice. That'll be cool. Yeah. Yeah, great. Great news. I'm glad <laughs> to get the, the deets now. Finally. Yep. So there you go. So it was like so fast. It was crazy. So I do have a little bit of housekeeping. All right. What's Elizabeth Holmes doing now? I don't know. Nothing about her. I haven't seen it. <laughs> or is anyways. this about uh, the big mugshot heard around the world <laughs> of our uh, Batman villain ex-president? <laughs> oh, good God. I guess that the world has moved on And all certainties are now gone Not about that. Uh, funny that you brought that up, though. Um, <laughs> no, we got an email. Another okay. one. So there is, we have a fan, Skater Cruise. We have one fan. Um, yeah. <laughs> hey, I'll take it. It's better than no fans. Right? That's what I say. Um, Skater Cruise sent us an email. From Oregon, right? Yes. Okay. She's she's out of the Oregon area. Okay. And she follows us. Uh, she's been, like, kind of here from around the beginning of Right. Of I, when we I started. remember this name, yeah. Yeah, so it's pretty awesome. But um, Good to see you. I know. Skater, Skater Cruise. Cruise. Uh, so I wanted to read the email that she sent. Okay. Um, because this made me laugh. And <laughs> <laughs> Was it like that TikTok I sent you that literally made me cry? Oh, God. If uh, you missed the Republican debate, you're you, – a smart choice is all I have to say because we have, were writing text messages back and forth to each other. Yeah, giving our critique. And uh, I just have to say, what is wrong with Ron DeSantis? Okay, the guy is not right. <laughs> As someone said, like his human suit was itchy. <laughs> anyway, 
Please continue with our fan email. Fan mail. Fan mail. This is what Skater Cruise wrote. She said, I pulled this off for about four years in a row, starting in 2007, before anyone noticed. It started... Oh, is this like a confession? Yes. Okay, someone did it. Yeah. She said, it started after a year when I ended up with a poop calendar at the employee Christmas party gift exchange. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, the white elephant. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) She said... Literally each month featured what a certain texture or floatiness of your turds indicates about your gut health. Oh my god! Okay, I'm I'm fascinated where this is going. (laughs) She said, "Drawings, but still beyond the fart jokes that I so fondly adore." I thought long and hard about the exchange. (laughs) And how she got ripped off. (laughs) Yeah, worked. And the next year, I was ready. Not willing to get burdened with some stupid gift I wouldn't use. <laughs> I went out and bought a brightly colored quilted purse. That popular brand, Vera Bradley, I think. Okay. Yeah, which I don't know if they're as followed as they once were, but that yeah, was that a thing like for a, a thing. long time. All right. Yeah. So my strategy was to maneuver my way throughout the process to where I would choose the purse for myself or steal it from whoever got it. The rules were only two stills per item. Right. Half the group were men who would not want the purse. So that played in my favor too. <laughs> this is really strategic. Yeah. She Good said, strategery. I know. She said I still use that purse. I hope that's fond so memory. She bought it for herself. That's awesome. <laughs> she said that strategy was successful three out of four times, and I highly recommend it. Buy yourself a gift. By the way, one of the office ladies figured out what I was doing, and we had a good laugh. That is awesome. <laughs> I know. It kind of, those are hit or miss, much like the office potluck. Oh, yeah. Hit or miss. You know, I have always liked to do white elephants, but I like to kind of make it the gift like more of a prank, you know? Like, yeah, for fun. So one year I bought, like, I literally packed a box with um, rolls of toilet paper, um, hey, that could have been a good gift back yeah. in, before COVID. Oh, yeah. It was, <laughs> and I was like, if nobody wants it, I will gladly take it because I need all of those things. <laughs> I think... Was I there? No, this was like, this was when Didn't we lived. Didn't like, you do something? Or was it one of our coworkers did like a Home Depot type of they like a might bucket have, or something? Yeah, because I know in the, this was like before we moved out here to the Pacific Northwest when I, I did that one. But I've always like ventured into playing more of those kind of gifts uh-huh. rather than, because everybody always brings like liquor and wine and. Or stupid stuff. Yeah, all a that stuff. A poop calendar one. Yeah. They were trying to be funny, so. One time I worked with primarily dudes. It was a law enforcement agency who shall remain nameless. Yes. Okay. And uh, our captain had a... A Christmas party and we were doing a white elephant <laughs> and we had I was talking to one of the guys and we were like thinking oh what could we bring for that would be a funny present and he knew somebody that like took a picture of themselves going in a frame <laughs> and that <laughs> it's like you know putting your fingers out and, like yeah, making a dorky face for yeah. those of you who can't see me <laughs> and uh so he's like I'm gonna do that and I go that is awesome or like we have talked about making jokes anyway he like he left me a voicemail saying don't do it it's like serious presence like <laughs> he was warning me <laughs> like everyone's getting good stuff don't do the joke 
Oh my god! At least he warned me. So it still would have been funny though if somebody had pulled that out. Hilarious, or just like a random like picture with who knows who's in it. You know, like not yourself, but just some random person. That well, would be hilarious. And I've done it too, where like um, I will like wrap this box that's beautiful, like wrapping paper and stuff, <laughs> and I'll put like a single piece of paper in there that says your present is elsewhere, oh, so that like people little... can open that and then. Oh, like, that's fun. Like you a know little I mean? scavenger. Hunt. Yeah, kind of like cool. that. Some, I, like I that. mean, you know, I change it up, but. Maybe I'll do that this year. Yeah. I've used the strategy that Skater Cruise has talked about before. <laughs> you know, sometimes I buy that's something. So I'm, like, I'm just like, uh, I really want this. I'm going to stick it in there, but I'm going to try to position <laughs> I'm going to try to get it. To get it. Yeah. I mean, I have been at a family one once. Again, with the family who shall remain nameless. It's not my family. And. <laughs> Somebody brought, we did this, and someone brought, like, an Olive Garden gift card. And we knew they brought it, and they stole it back. I'm like, just go to Olive Garden. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> it's stupid if you know. Like, yeah, I know. it's one thing if it's anonymous. But when you're like, here is my gift card. I'm going to take it back. Like, just keep your gift card. I don't care. It was so dumb. Yeah. Anyway. It's funny. It's funny. That is good. All right. Thanks, Skater Queen. I love it. We appreciate your <laughs> Thanks for being a joiner, the first one. I know. You were like one People of the People are scared fans. to make a confession. Yeah. Don't but That's be. funny. <laughs> Some of this stuff is just funny. So. Have I ever done that? Like reused or bought something for myself? Like during a white elephant or yeah, something? Yeah, no. One, I, I mean, one time a funny white elephant that I gave was it had little cutouts of fish okay. inside, like paper fish. Uh-huh. But I brought fresh salmon. Oh, okay. But I couldn't put the salmon out there. Yeah. But the person thought it was legit a thing of paper fish. <laughs> and they were like, oh, great. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I really brought salmon. It's salmon. <laughs> oh, my so, God. that was funny. I mean, some of the ones that I've organized, I've asked people to bring in stuff that they no longer use at the right it's like it's supposed to isn't it originally something around your house yeah it's really supposed to be like you're not really supposed to be going out to like spend tons of money yeah it's It's just supposed to be something like like a dorky thing you got or that you don't use or i mean yeah i mean one time and those are actually better because people are it's like wow this is crazy you never use this and it's super awesome yeah like i was just gonna say that one time i had a coworker bring in a table saw and they're like i bought this thinking i was gonna use it i used it one time and i've not and it's oh my gosh killer yeah they brought it in for the gift exchange and wow the person who got it was like holy crap you know so if nothing else you put it on one of those offer ups or whatever. Yeah. Get nickel and dimed by a stranger. Yep, 100%. <laughs> All right. Okay. So that wraps up housekeeping. Housekeeping. So now we're going to housecrafting. Gonna... Yeah, housecrafting. We don't say housekeeping sorry. here. I mean, we're better than that. I know, housekeeping. I'm sorry. <laughs> We, you know what? I'm a little bit rusty. I'm trying to take off. I the know, dust. right? Speaking we had some troubles already. Shaking off the dust. Uh, if we sound loud or our Weird. sound is off, is because I was dusting in here, and, <laughs> and I she hit something. Up. <laughs> but I was trying to figure. Before we were super loud, and then I couldn't hear her at all. <laughs> so. so it's been a problem. Hopefully, it's recording. Is it? Because I'm not we saying are. my story again. <laughs> <laughs> we're recording. That's what happens. We are recording. 
All right. So today we're going to we are going to focus on white collar crime and we're actually going to be talking about fraud with obituaries which another what the bleep. Yeah, and and here's the interesting part of course. This is kind of not illegal. Like even though they're committing fraud on this, there's nothing to say not specifically illegal. Yeah, not specifically that's geared towards this type of crime. Okay. And the other thing about this too is some of these I think God would probably say it's a crime, but uh, yeah, ethically you know, and Sky Daddy. Yeah, Sky Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't like it. That's all I have to say. <laughs> but now that the federal government has come out and said that UFOs are a thing, how do you feel about that, Governor? <laughs> that was literally a question during the debate. And I was like, Oh, it must have been after uh, they said who would support so, dump, and they all said they would. And I <laughs> turned it off at that point. I'm like, I'm done. Okay, so that's it. I got it off topic. Okay, anyways, I was like, they said there's a sky daddy. What? Nothing beats penny in the pan, ma'am, madam. Okay, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> okay. Back to crime. Back to crime. So um, people just stop being scumbags. Okay, get a fucking real job. I'm sorry I yeah, cussed, but this, this deserved the <laughs> f bomb. Come on! <laughs> if you put this much effort into a real job, you'd probably go places. You know what I'm saying? Like, why? I don't understand. Yeah. So they're making it look like a right. legit business. Some of these businesses are actually, or and organizations are outside of the United States. So I think that's part of the problem right is that they're able to get away with it because of that a little bit too and so, because there's no lobby that's why yeah exactly freaking bullshit um, so, anyway my no cussing isn't going very good yeah jd's really trying to be on her a game now, so <laughs> I, I need everybody to acknowledge that after this episode uh fraud with obituaries another name is like bereavement scams which they have But how now, does this work exactly? And we're going to get into okay. that. It's basically... I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> it's orchestrated by what is known as obit pirates. That's what they call them. For God's sake. There's a name for everything. Yep. It typically starts with information gleaned from death notices in newspapers or posted online, right? Because we put obituaries up. Uh-huh. Old school way was putting them in the newspapers. Right. You know, because especially like a growing aging population... <laughs> People, People are going to be checking out, okay? Yeah. And, you and then wanna... you're like, oh, I remember Gladys. <laughs> <laughs> My Gladys. <laughs> she used to be the best. She was badass. She brought some cool gifts during White Elephant. <laughs> that salmon uh, one that she did that one year, that one was when, great. When she gave me those paper fish, lame. <laughs> now some of them are being posted online, of course. So these fraudsters, excuse me, um, harvest facts commonly included in the obits, such as like deceased birth dates, where the person lived and worked, family member names, and they start building their own profile, like basically like identity theft is, <laughs> is how they have stated it. Okay. Okay, so this is an example of one. So Jane White Thompson died in August. A blood clot traveled from her leg into her lungs. And shortly after that, she passed away. It was very quick and very unexpected, her husband had said. 
Joel Thompson, who is 62 years old and lives in Houston. Soon after, Thompson and his stepdaughter wrote an obituary. It described how Jane, an avid baker, was known as the Cheesecake Lady. <laughs> Shout out to my little brother, who's actually known as the Cheesecake Dude and where he lives at. All right. Because he makes a lot of cheesecakes and they're good. And they also talked about how she had two dogs, Tug and Cash. Less than three days later, a company called Echo Vita published on its website a summary of what they had written. It said Tug and Cash were Jane's close friends, failing to note that they were dogs. <laughs> her granddaughter became a grandson and her children weren't mentioned as survivors. Jane's death had become fodder in a morbid online war. Over the past 20 years, obituaries have turned into prized commodities, valuable enough to power a billion-dollar business and attract what some funeral directors call obituary pirates, who prey on the online information of the dead. The competition has intensified during the pandemic, which of course has killed hundreds of thousands of Americans. So with the just like a few key details, these cyber crooks can locate and purchase a dead person's home address, social security number, and other personal data on the dark web. They use that information to access or create financial accounts, take out loans, obtain health care, or file phony tax returns and claim bogus refunds under the deceased name. <laughs> oh, which, this is not at all what I thought. Which a form was. of ID theft is called or been dubbed ghosting now. <laughs> yeah. Who comes up with these terms? I don't know. Do wow. you think that there's like some Pirate. like white collar fraud? Like, you know how name there's, generator? Yeah. You know how there's like writers for like <laughs> your cars, like your birthday cards and stuff, like Hallmark uh-huh. writers and stuff. Do you think that there's like a white collar fraud? Obviously, fraud something. writer. Maybe they're, they're using chat GPT. Who knows? <laughs> That's all the rage. <laughs> So they'll weave what they've learned about a recent death into imposter scams targeting a surviving spouse or other family member, con artists posing as government officials, debt collectors, or insurance agents try to pry loose personal data about the deceased or solicit payment for a supposedly unpaid bill, unclaimed benefit, or lapsed policy. So some bereavement cons are more involved and they can get personal. Obit scouring swindlers pretend to be long-lost friends or relatives of the deceased contacting surviving spouses out of the blue to reminisce about the past individual (laughs) that they met online yeah that they found online they will often simulate compassion it can involve sometimes romance scams or attempts to defraud the beneficiaries out of inheritance money. Like, that's how far oh, this that's goes. too bad. Mm-hmm. That is sickening. Yeah, it's fraudsters are attracted to these obituary scams because the victims are, of course, dead, right? Oh. So it's, it's easier for them to get away with some of this stuff because... A lot of times nobody's monitoring their financial accounts or credit reports for unusual activity. And you the- might not know the answer to this, but that doesn't stop me from asking. But if the person like dies and they have their stuff locked, does that make a, a difference? I think it would probably help, right? Like, because I know. So that's another thing that you should do. Make sure that you have like your parents' stuff locked down mm-hmm. just in the off chance. Like, yeah. That's just. Just Gross. to protect yourself. And like like they point out too, some of the experts are like, look, at this time, family members are like usually emotionally vulnerable. Yeah. Um, so and- now we're not going to be able to put obits because people might use that information? Um, I think what we have to do is 
and this is, I hate to say this, but like, because of the fact that this is happening more and more, I think we're going to have to like educate people, you know, that this is happening Uh and that there's a potential for you to become a victim of fraud in various ways. Like, of course, they could call you and then, you know, pose as some federal agency or whatever, or just as a friend and be like, hey, they owed me this money. You know, like, am I still going to get it? You know, like, I'm really sorry you lost this person, that kind of thing. Or just get access to their accounts Uh and then commit identity theft that way, which is horrible, too. The other one that we're going to talk about, too, is just actually publishing the obituaries and then using things like candles, like virtual candles and stuff like that that you can light or send gifts to the family that never get there. So that's the other thing we're going to talk about, too, which is problematic. So I think that's where, like, the family has to be consistent about we don't need any gifts or anything like that. Or um, maybe you just set up, like, one bank account if you want to make a donation or something. And here's the bank that you go to to do that if you're going to do something like that. But... Uh, what you'll find out from this episode is that I don't know that you can necessarily count on some of these funeral parlors because some of them have partnered with like other with organizations. The pirates? <laughs> well, organizations that sometimes have contracts with these pirates that are able to now get money out of these people. So horrible. Yeah. Um, just on some people money. I just think it, you know, people are more prone to manipulation at this point because 100%. a lot of us are going through something terrible, right? Yeah, we're grieving. So, like I said, we're vulnerable and it just makes us more easy to prey on. So, some scammers even pose as psychics or spiritual <sighs> advisors, draining money from grieving people by promising to use supernatural means to ease their loss. In July, Service Corporation International, a New York stock exchange traded conglomerate that owns 1500 funeral homes and this is where i'm saying like i think we have to be careful even Mm -hmm. with the funeral homes Mm -hmm. because they have contracts with some of these people so you you just i i mean it's like every part of our life we've kind of got to be mindful right and i don't want to say suspicious but yeah suspicious a little bit i do you know that if you've listened to any of this don't trust anyone I know. So uh, they had sued Ecovita, um, which is owned by Paco Leclerc. Um, it alleged that the Quebec-based company scraped details from obituaries, including Jane Thompson's from SCI's website, and republished them. Mining people's personal data at the lowest point in their lives is disappointing, a spokesperson for the funeral conglomerate it's- says. A little worse than disappointing, okay? <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Like, this is this Like, is when good. you don't make your bed, that's disappointing. <laughs> not when dishes. you freaking take advantage of someone whose family member just died. Yeah, exactly. That's gross. You're preying on people at it's that disgusting. point. Disgusting. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's gross. Um, notice how I didn't use the F word there. Okay. <laughs> so. I would um, like credit for my lack of cuss <laughs> words. So, Pascal... Paco Leclerc, who says he owns Ecovita, claims that his company's mission is virtuous. He sounds really virtuous, uh-huh. right, everyone? Yeah, that's the first word I thought of, virtuous. <laughs> he's, he's informing the I public. don't think that word means what you think it does. <laughs> <laughs> or he has a different meaning for it, I think. Yeah. Um. So he says he's informing the public of recent deaths and families, he yeah. says. What's can... wrong with that? Nothing, right? Nothing. I don't think, right? I mean, freaking ghoul number two. This is a ghoul in a different way. Yeah. So he's saying he can publish obituaries on his website for free. 
In reality, the funeral home should never be the owner of an obituary, he says in an interview. The obituary's purpose is to share the information with the public. Whatever. Get Paco. Okay, so Joel Thompson, whose wife Jane died in August. This is the one I mentioned at the beginning. Uh-huh. He said, and I quote, I'm mad that their algorithm or whatever program they use printed such a piece of crap. And I'm mad that people that we love and respect read it, end quote. Yeah. So Paco has come under fire for alleged obituary piracy in the past. In 2019, a judge in Canada ordered Afterlife, where Leclerc was a director, to pay $20 million in damages in a class action lawsuit for violating copyright by republishing obituaries in full. Leclerc says he was a silent investor in Afterlife, which was run by a partner he declines to name. A month after the Canadian <laughs> lawsuit was filed in January 2018, Leclerc says he started Ecovita to rehabilitate his reputation. I'm going to prove with a new business model that I'm trying to help society, he says. The company crawls the web looking for new obituaries and publishes a summary. Because Ecovita isn't copying obituaries directly, it skirts the copyright issue that damaged afterlife, says Scott Gilligan, general counsel for the National Funeral Directors Association. So they're just trying to do a little flim-flam, huh? Change the name and then, oh, what? Huh? That's literally what they called it. So the funeral directors that have been involved in this matter are not appeased. They say that the site is guilty of flim-flamming the unsuspecting public. <laughs> they literally use I right. did not even know. You guys, I'm so good at this. <laughs> They said, they said unsuspecting public into believing that the family of the descendant is somehow connected with the website. So Ecovita is not the only company employing such tactics. Barbara Kimis, 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 executive director. <laughs> Kimis, Kimis, <laughs> executive director for the Cremation Association of North America. Reports of obituary piracy are on the rise. Some families in Detroit have complained about a website that republished death notices under different names to raise money for someone else's funeral. In February, the Bereavement Authority of Ontario warned of websites that purportedly sell flowers and other services alongside copied obituary. Instead of sending family, instead of sending families the gifts, these websites allegedly pocketed the money. So I mean, how can you how can you stop this though? Just not have it on the internet? Well, I don't think anybody's regulating any of this stuff. Shocker. You know what I mean? So it's just We're kind of, busy, okay? We can't do everything. <laughs> it's like the Wild West out there. Can and you do one thing? The reason that I even <laughs> wanted to do this episode is because this happened to my mom recently. So, like, we had a death oh, in the no. family. Yeah. And she actually went out, you know, to go look at the funeral home and went to go light, like, this virtual candle or whatever. Uh-huh. And then figured out that it wasn't even connected to the whole obituary and the family. It was just some other Ran. website. It was like a third party thing? Yes. Oh, okay. It ended up being a third party. So she was like, I don't even know if the family saw that I did it because it definitely wasn't part of what they Fucking were doing. gross. I'm sorry. That deserved the F word, though. <laughs> I'm going to justify my cussing. <laughs> That's just gross and. I'm sorry. I agree. You have no soul if you're doing this to people. It's horrible. Like, find a real job, you scumbag. (laughs) I say again. (laughs) I 
I can't with these people. Paco. And I mean, do we really need laws? Like, this should just be a no-brainer. You shouldn't be I doing this. With you. This is so gross. I agree with you. Paco, you're a dirty, rotten you're scoundrel. You're a dirty scumbag, Paco. Yeah. And you know it, too. I know Freaking flim-flammer. <laughs> <laughs> this so- one's going to be called Paco the Flim-Flammer. <laughs> so check it out. Light cussing. Light cussing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Echo Vita, which generated five million in revenue in 2020, because he's like literally making money off of. Of course, of the company takes commissions on things like floral, candle, and memorial tree sales. Since 2018, he says he has reinvested more than one million from Echo Vita into a new business named Funerago. <laughs> <laughs> Funerals on the go. <laughs> Which he, I guess funeral scam didn't have the ring to it. <laughs> Apparently not. He says he envisions as an online marketplace for funeral services. The owner says, I want to use the technology to become a disruptor of the industry. Oh, that's always good. The word disruptor. Yeah. I was like, that was an interesting word to use, disruptor. What yeah. the hell does that mean? You're a flim flammer. <laughs> that's what. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, so, but more of this, this is actually, it looks like becoming some sort of thriving business because... um, Yeah, easy money. All the corrupt people go, it's like a light for a moth, Mm -hmm. a flame. How about they call it flame obituaries? (laughs) Give me your money. Basically, right? You're donating your money for whatever, and then it's just like going to go up. Influence. You're just you're donating. Just you're just giving your money to these freaking a holes. Yes. Wow. So um, disappointing. Apparently, doesn't cover it. No, it doesn't. Online obituaries have been attracting new investors with deep pockets. So Heppel, a marketing consultant and funeral home website designer, said that Providence Strategic Growth, a private equity fund, approached him in 2018 about acquiring his business. Prestige worldwide. What? <laughs> When the conversation turned to the business's valuation, he says fund representatives asked him how many obituaries were posted on the websites he managed. Their valuation of the business was going to be based on obituaries, he concluded. Heppel later ended conversations with Providence. At the time, Providence owned Tribute Technology, which offers a suite of technology services for funeral homes, including website design and management. In late 2020, Providence sold Tribute Technology to two other private equity funds because you know what's better than one more of them to come join the fund of course yeah carlisle group and vista equity partners they reportedly they reportedly paid more than one billion one million or one billion a billion with a b yeah it's a lot of money gross business gross yep so on its website, Tribute Technology says it is, and I quote, changing the world one obituary yeah, at a time. Yeah, it sure is. End quote. For the worse. To gain access to these obituaries, one of its subsidiaries offers a free website to funeral homes. Ugh, dude. Yeah, I think that you should just directly mail someone a card. Yeah, don't. Don't go to these do apps this. or these freaking now yeah, just so, don't do it so here's if you can't get the thing directly to the person like hand to hand don't do it yeah. i'm sorry but that's just how it's gonna be our psa based off of all this information in the episode today is as patty has said if it's online on the line because you don't know 
Yeah, don't do it. You don't know. So, or unless you have like a connection with them where you Venmo or something, yeah. you can send them money directly. Mm-hmm, exactly. Um, otherwise, no, don't do it. And don't just send them a card. Don't light a candle or whatever. And if you have to or pay to do something, don't do it. Nope. Um, so Brian Waters, a funeral home director in Indiana, says his family's business received its website for free from a company owned by Tribute. In exchange, Waters says Tribute takes 50% of the commission on all flowers sold alongside his funeral home's obituaries, as well as a substantial portion of money from memorial trees sold on his funeral's home funeral home's website. Then it collects the published obituaries in a central archive. So they're yeah, scraping like a victim list. all your data. Wow. Yeah. So Tributes Rise um, has pressured Legacy.com, which is a fixture in the online death economy. <laughs> death economy. All right. Did you know that was a thing? No. Me neither. I don't know a lot of this. And <laughs> life is happier when you don't. For more than two decades, the site receives 1.1 billion visits a year, according to uh, Stouffer Bartol. Bartol? I don't know. Legacy's founder <laughs> and CEO. You know, that's, just ri- that's just been read like phonetically <laughs> exactly how it is. Because <laughs> I've just, just got saying. like a literal brain. Bartol? Brain. Yeah, Bartol. <laughs> Whatever. Who cares? Okay, since the whole thing is a scam. Don't do it. Don't don't pay for anything on any of these sites. Since 1998, Legacy.com has con- contracted with newspapers to gain access to the obituaries they publish. They've been doing this for decades. In 2017, a Legacy.com vice president told CNET that the company publishes an obituary for 75% of Americans who die. In that same year, Legacy.com told Slate that it partnered with 1,500 newspapers and 3,500 funeral homes. Legacy says those numbers are still generally representative, but declines to comment on the specifics. Recently, the company has shifted more of its attention to funeral homes. It's also begun selling memorial trees in a partnership with Arbor Day Foundation. Uh, Weird Mm -hmm. and wrong. Yeah. So Thompson, the husband, which is now a widow. Widower. Yeah, widower. He's. Which He's is such really a upset word. about this whole thing. He took Jane's obituary off of Echo Vita. He says he's really mad about everything that's happened since his wife's passing. And he's really upset about the industry itself. So, yeah, that's why I wanted to do that episode today. Because I kind of wanted to educate people a little oh, bit sad. on what's going going on with the whole, I don't know, death economy or whatever they're calling it. The obit pirates. Um, yeah, so I would say... Death That's too cool of a name, okay? They should be called, like, death scavengers or, like, something gross. Yeah, it is it is disgusting. Because, you know, since Pirates of the Caribbean, pirates are kind of cool. <laughs> and uh, there's nothing cool about this. It's gross. It it's is. like, it's abhorrent. Uh, anyone that could take advantage of someone... On either side, on the people that lost their family member or someone who lost a friend or what, like an acquaintance. Mm-hmm. That is just gross every way around. Yeah. I, and I found a couple websites that had good information on how to, like, protect yourself from these kinds yeah, don't of do scams. It. Don't yeah. do it. I'm uh, sorry. Just sign the guest book. 
That's free, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, seriously. Yeah, A A A R P actually has some good tips. And then to your point, they do with some stuff about like identifying accounts as closed because the person's deceased, things like that. Right. Um, sending a copy of the death certificate to the IRS, calling Social Security as soon as possible. Um, you know, those kinds Which of I things. think is funny, the IRS part. Funny like not haha, but funny like hmm. That you can submit a fake, what's it called, uh, when you have to file your taxes to get a refund. And they like that slips through the cracks. But like if you're $20 off, they'll fucking audit you. <laughs> so what? <laughs> what's going on there? I don't know. I Like just... what? I yeah. say again. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I How would... about you focus your resources on these mother effers? Instead of people that are just trying to file their taxes using TurboTax or whatever, <laughs> you know, like it's the stupidest thing, dude. Oh I my agree God. with you. Wow. Um, yeah. And then I would just say, too, with the obituary. Lock it down. You know, maybe just post like some basic information, but nothing about personal information. Why even? Just put it on Facebook, you guys. And Ugh, yeah, if Johnny from second grade doesn't know you died, oh, well. <laughs> you know what i mean yeah like with facebook and instagram and all this stuff now like we're all i i will not go to my reunion you know why because i see those people every day now (laughs) on facebook every day i know no offense people (laughs) but i'm good you know what i mean i'm with you i'm with you so why do you need to put it like well, especially when there's a threat of this going on. Like, yeah. It's not worth it. I don't think enough people know that this is happening. For sure. Because I, what? It's disgusting. Well, I would never think someone would and do this. I did not know that these companies were like partnering. partnering yeah, they're like part homes. of the problem. So that to me was like uh, eye opening because I was like, oh, shit. I think I've already so. said this before, but my dad was like, he was really incensed about the whole funeral home scam anyway about how they take advantage of you and try to pressure you into buying you know like fancy caskets and stuff when you're like at your lowest point yeah and his idea was to have a drive-through funeral (laughs) (laughs) like a low cost (laughs) because he was just so like annoyed by that oh my god ah that's funny i don't blame him good old dad r.i.p dad i know anyway we did not do that for him we he was cremated. The drive-through funeral. He was cremated, and then we sprinkled his ashes out off of his favorite place in Florida. Aww. That's and what I want to do. I just want to be cremated. I don't want to worry about all that other junk. You don't want to be warm. And food. I did say that uh, my family could just put me in a cardboard box and dump me out in the back. <laughs> but that's supposedly well, okay. illegal. No, you know what but... you need to do is you need to get buried in the backyard, and then your house is a. Uh, cemetery and they don't have to pay taxes anymore oh that's a good point there we go thanks djt problem for that solved (laughs) burying your ex-wife at your golf course (laughs) fucking ghoul what why i don't know dude (laughs) that's a good tangent have no answer for anyway don't do it just send a card if you have to or just like say a little prayer that's good yep and that concludes this episode. <laughs> and these are downers, you guys. We're doing more movies, okay? <laughs> and they're going to be good ones, too. Not Annette slash Willy Wally Wonderland. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> you got anything to add? <laughs> no, I've talked enough. Okay. All right. Miss you guys. Yeah, miss you all. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Peace out. Bye, benches. Bye.